0: Oh, I mean, was... fuck! <laughs> Punched <laughs> my microphone right when I <laughs> pressed record. Ah. This is how we start. Dude, why does it always happen like that? Like, I'm always like... It's time to record. And I do it. In- I fucking bend my pinky toe back. I... <laughs> Y'all, y'all yeah, yeah. motherfuckers know what it is. It's audio roulette. Jables uh, isn't feeling very well, so he stepped out. But it's okay because we have the return of the man, the utensil, the spoon. Yeah. Damn it. Fucking knuckle hurts, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it hurts. This is like that effect where somebody's like, okay, we got to be serious. And everybody starts laughing. That is, This is the same thing.
0: Got the same vibe. Alright, Uh, one thing I did want to talk about before we even get into it, because we, we're having a music review. <gasps> I know, it's been so long, we haven't done music review. Not that anybody even cares, but um, <laughs> not that anybody cares. Record this for our
1: own personal enjoyment.
0: We basically just record it so that way we have an excuse to sit in a room uninterrupted for like an hour, hour and a half every Sunday night. Um I like how Discord literally puts streamer mode is enabled, stay safe, friend. The only you know the only reason they put that is so that way when people are raging at video games <laughs> they they're not streaming everything they're saying.
1: Watch out what you're saying.
0: Uh yo, what you saying? What you saying over there? Nothing? You sure? i'm sure i'm sure dude i told travis that i was playing uh call of duty and i was playing the what was it boots on the ground or whatever the massive like battlefield Mm one multiplayer yeah and i was like going black ops 2 rage dude i was so mad i was saying and i said some stuff that i literally stopped and i told travis i was like i am so glad i am not a youtuber or a Twitch streamer.
1: <laughs> I kind of felt that this morning. I was driving back. So, first of all, I had to... I moved my dad's lawn, and uh, I had to do it over two days because the dang batteries uh, were being assholes. So, it was <laughs> like... Again. I. I got to mow for like 20 minutes and then the batteries were all dead. And I'm like, I'm not tired. I want to keep mowing. And the batteries are like, no, you got to wait 45 minutes for one battery to charge. I'm like, I'm so, so he was like, you got the back and the sides. You just, just go, you can come back tomorrow. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. So I'd go on there today, finished up today, uh, And then I go <laughs> and I'm on the way back. And I got so mad at this person behind me. Bear in mind, this is early in the morning. I was coming back at like 8.30 or 8.45 or something. And yesterday was 4th of July. So everybody, everyone's hungover. Everyone's asleep at this point in time. So there's no one here. It's just me. And the only other person that showed up here was this one person behind me. I didn't even see what the car was. But I go. I'm stopping at the light. I stop at the light. Just sitting there waiting. Put it in neutral, you know, just chilling. cuz to drive a stick. And uh, sitting there. And then this person comes up behind me. They're like, they didn't fully stop because the light turned green right before they got to me. So they were like, going there. It's the rolling, So I go there to take off. Literally, I have enough time to just push the clutch down and put it in first, like not even enough time to move. Like, so this is unreasonable for anybody to take off this quick. Then they honk at me but their horn was super loud so it startled me and so I stalled because I just took the clutch all the way out. So I was just like, well, now you get to wait a second longer because I got to turn the car back on. And I was just like, I was just saying a bunch of insults to this person who can't hear me. And the thing was, I noticed, it's not like they were in a rush because the street was 45, so I was like, it was empty. So I was like, cool, I'll just floor it up to 45 so this person can go and get around me or whatever they're trying to do over here. They need to be in such a rush. I get to 45 and I'm looking in the mirror and they're like way back there. They were going like 20. I'm like, you are in such a rush. You needed to honk at me. The second the light turned green and you're going to only go half the speed limit when you there's no other cars bitch. on the road. I was like, what are you doing?
0: I I've had that. I I'm very surprised. So for everybody that, Oh, I have a meme. I've got to say, that oh, you yeah. will understand you will understand i read it out loud to my dad and we sat there laughing for like a solid 30 seconds about it but when you have a standard and you stall i don't know what happens but you're not stalled for long like for me i stall i'm like immediate, like and like i'm back up and running in like half a second like it is
1: i did the, see the thing with me Is that I do that, but I I end up giving it too much gas always, so I do, like, a two-second burnout, and then I go... Thank you. Like, my my poor tires are not happy with me, but I'm like, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to. I was trying to just keep going. I didn't want to stop.
0: That happens to me, but it's when I'm, like, turning off of... uh, I, I hardly stall anymore. I've been driving yeah, for, like, two really years happen. now. Yeah. And uh, when it does, I always sit there going, what the fuck happened? Why would I stall? There's no reason for me to stall. What the mm-hmm. – okay. I feel that. But we're, like – where I live is growing so much. Like, it's starting to get bigger. Uh, Old, like, dead ends or whatever are getting turned into roads – but the motherfuckers don't know how to, like, smooth that thing where it's like they just sever the – um or cut the curb in half. So they leave, like, a solid inch, inch and a half of, like, a step up or whatever on the roads. Oh, yeah. So I'll go to turn, and because I have a little truck and there's no weight in the back, I'll just go, like <laughs> – it sounds like I'm in, like, Tokyo Drift, and I'm like, I'm not going fast, I promise you. I'm going, like, five miles per hour.
1: <laughs> I feel that.
0: Okay. This I feel
1: is... that's how I feel with, like, the noise of my engine around any cop. I'm like, cop, I swear to you, I'm not speeding right now. I cannot control the, the loudness Mike, of it. It just has
0: it. the fury of, uh, you know, the entire orc army going on right here. But oh. she's contained. But <laughs> she's contained. All right, this was the meme. Guys who drive automatic, my car is automatic. Guys who drive manual, I will never drive an automatic because I'm a real driver, and I am one with my machine. After I drive, I put the shifter in my ass because me and my machine are one. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah it's it's true and you know why because driving once you drive stick and you like get the hang of it it is so boring driving an automatic yeah
1: i feel like with stick what i experienced was very uniform progression it was like i got it and i'm like yo this is the coolest thing ever there but then it was like the point where like you drive well enough that you can, like, actually go on the road, but you're not good enough, so you, like, every shift in takeoff is bad, and you're like, man, this sucks. I hate it. I, hate it. I wish I good. never
0: bought a, a stand.
1: <laughs> and then you're getting good at it again, and you're like, whoa, ripping these gears.
0: <laughs> it's so true. When I uh, When I bought Little Red, I hated driving her. I was like, this sucks. What I keep dude. stalling and I'm not driving really well because I'm focused on trying to shift and I hate it and like it took me a solid three or four months and then I was like, I think I was driving down 183. It was the first time I was able to drive down 183 by myself and I drove and I shift into fifth gear and I'm like flooring it and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh this is They're- nice. This is oh my god, yes. And from then on, I would drive like my mom's car, and I'm like, Sigh. I almost, cause my clutch is where most parking brakes are on cars, and I almost while driving, almost slammed the parking <laughs> brake. <line. laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Don't take off, oh driving cool.
1: down the highway. Oh man, time to go for the next gear
0: flip the car <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gymnastics tournament you see her, and then you just see me like doing like handstand flips
1: it's, it's how you like get in front of the car in front of you you know you just gotta go and like do a perfect flip <laughs> <lift. laughs>
0: You have like you have the dudes in the cars right beside you they're holding up the signs that are raiding the flips. <laughs> 10. One poor form you broke your mirror. 8.5. God damn
1: it. mean, why your suspension is just like why why did you do this to me?
0: Dude, I have been so tempted. This sounds so bad. This sounds so bad and to preface this, okay, if it's not clear from my voice to everybody listening, I am white. I'm an Italian redneck, so I got Italian blood and I got redneck blood, but I'm white. You know, I'll just say Caucasian. I hate looking at cars in South Austin where, you know, like their chopper style, you know, the Cholo mobiles that are like rolling around with like, and the suspension's going, but I've thought I'm like. Maybe if I had c o two suspension, it would kind of be cool. <laughs> like you just I am I'm like blaring um oh, what song is it? Oh, I'm blaring like riot by little skies and my suspension is just going poof, 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 poof. driving down the highway looking like a fucking bunny rabbit.
1: No, you know what? you you need to get you need to get underglow too. And there's the underglow that Tonito got on his car. You can sync it with music to where the the lights go with the music. So you got your suspension going with the music, and you got the lights going with the music. You know,
0: I got lights in the wheels too.
1: (laughs) Do that there, bro. You can be like this horrible Chrysler 300 that me and my dad saw, who had he had the dang spinners on the wheels. You know. Uh, except they they went out so far they were like a solid like <laughs> another they added like another like two wheel links to these wheels they went out so far and they were covered in blue neon lights <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever seen I was like what was <laughs> like me. He, oh my like he was barely God. able to be in the lane. Like, it it made the whole car, the whole (laughs) lane, because they went out so far. I was like...
0: Dude, the worst one I've seen was, like, a Buick or something, and the motherfucker had, like... Oh, my God, what was it? It, (laughs) He had, like, 24-inch, 26-inch rims on these tires, (laughs) and he had something, like... Big something like big matter, big something, else. and and then I'm looking at it and I'm like laughing because it was a formal dance, so I'm dancing with this really cute girl and I look and I go, holy hell, that's Cholo, and she goes, huh? And she turns around and she's like, I bet you twenty bucks he's listening to uh uh oh, what's it called uh Meicano music or whatever, and I was like, mm, I bet it's rap, and she's like, no, I bet it is. I was like, okay, look let's make a deal it's spanish rap she's like okay me and nate walk (laughs) out we (laughs) we walk out and this motherfucker's car is going oh you bet you bet and wait okay what did you not hear
1: I heard you. You stop. I heard you stop whenever you said it. I bet it's rap, and then then you cut out.
0: I bet it's rap, and the girl uh, was like, "No, I bet it's Spanish music." I said, "No, what if it's Spanish rap?" She's like, "Okay, we'll make a deal." Nate and I walk out in this dude's car. She's going, boom, 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 boom. the 808s are so bad. His car is like slightly bouncing in. <laughs> Bald headed, you know, kind of overweight, but trying to look hard, wanna be gangsta dude, with his window down. He's like staring at us, like, hey, hermano. I'm like, oh fuck, don't look at him, <laughs> don't, don't look. At him. And I climb into my S10 right beside, and I'm like, dude, your car is taller than my truck.
1: <laughs> Do note these statements are not racist; they are carist, and that is okay to be.
0: It is, it is. There's a Cholo style, which is the kind of really low riding truck, you know, uh, or the cars that should not be jacked up, but are, uh, then there's the dad car, the white dad car, uh, which is what like Nate drives, um, yeah. You know, like the Buicks that are, uh, yeah. 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 The yeah. ones that like are just so plain and you just get in, you're like,
1: Wow, it's 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 the type of car that whenever you whenever they you go to like show it to your friends, they be like, I oh am yeah, and no man, I got it I got it at this great deal. It came with absolutely no package. It's as base as you can get, but man, the price was amazing, man. Like I don't even have AC. I'm dying. Help me.
0: And you're saying you are that's the like,
1: type of car you got.
0: <laughs> yeah. His is like that, except his speakers sound like they're sharding every time. So the bass hits, and you just hear.
1: Uh, so it's the, it's the most plain bass one there, but they was also like, hey, yo, we got these discount speakers that came out of a car that got in a crash. You want them too? I am. <laughs>
0: Give the me those that, speakers. Like, How much I get off? It's one of those ones where you're like, Dad... <laughs> Where you like climb in the car with like your friend, your friend's like, Oh, me and my dad are gonna come pick you up. And we're like, Oh, okay. And it's like it's a step up from a Camry, but it's still not like a luxury, luxury car. So you just like get in, you're like, Oh, it's well, it's 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 plain,
1: like you would classify as a luxury car in 1982, you know, like that, that's the type yeah, of it's
0: like, yeah, where everything's yeah. like beige or cream, it's always in the car. beige. But it's always like a beige faux leather, and you get in, you're like, "Oh, this is."
1: It's beige faux leather that looks like it's sun bleached, but like it's the car's a new car, and you're like, "How did you manage to do that?"
0: It's like, what the, how did? Uh, okay. And the stereo is always one of those ones where like check out the stereo, and I was like, and it looks like a digital clock, like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even look like a stereo. It's like a
1: digital clock. Could have turned on the radio and it only has AM radio. He's like, yeah, the FM was extra. It's
0: like, did you just... Did you put a Casio digital clock in here? No, that's a stereo, man. Ain't it nice? Uh-huh. Okay.
1: You're like looking in the corner of the thing. You see, why is there an alarm clock button on this stereo? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> why? Is and that it's... a kitchen
1: timer? <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> it's here. <laughs> Ah dude, my bagels are done. Oh my god, it's that's the white dad car. That is totally the white dad car. Then you have the mom car. You you have the mom car. Those are like the Chevy Equinoxes. Those are like the uh hybrid, you know, like the four door sedan hybrid or whatever. That's like a little more spacious than a normal car, so you can do a little bit, but it's not like a minivan. those are
1: <clears throat> they do will end up with that
0: what you be lagging hang what? on hang on hang on hang on you you just lag oh i'll be lag oh i'm lag okay hold on hold on let me let me pop off with this don't worry don't worry i'm fixing it up right, don't let me fix it up. and do that thank you. Yeah. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, okay. What were you saying? Because I didn't hear anything (laughs) you said. I said, Oh, the mom cars, and then you just like cut out. Yeah, no,
1: I'm like, and you know that they always get called a compact SUV, it's never a sedan, no matter how much it is. Like, no, it's just a compact SUV, okay?
0: And it's like, Uh, all right, it's the ones that you drive. And you always get out of them, and, you know, people kind of give you weird looks, and it's like, it's my mom's. Um, she she wanted me to pick up some groceries. Said my and car you know wasn't that,
1: good. Every parking lot, it's literally, like, always the first half of the parking lot is, like, 90% those. And the other 10% is the truck people who, like, manage to fit in there, but they take up, like, six spaces.
0: Yeah, exactly. it <laughs> Yeah, then you have then you have the then you have the uh manual labor trucks, which are like, you know, S tens, Rangers, Mazda B twenty fives, uh Toy little tiny Toyotas, Nissans, everything that basically was in like the nineties or prior, those are the trucks that you see. Those are the ones with like dents and you're looking, and you're like, how is that still running? Is it? Dude, your bumper is—is is that a bumper fused to your car door? Yeah, Holmes, the door handle broke.
1: Yeah, I always like so many things broken. You question it there. You like go to the front of the car. It's like, what? That's where a radiator is supposed to be. What's there? Oh, the radiator broke. I just put a ceiling fan there. It does the job pretty well. <laughs> How you put a ceiling fan in the car? There, he's like, it, it gives it some extra ground clearance, you know. <laughs> the,
0: then you have the <laughs> uh, the people that want to seem like they've got money and they got a muscle car, but in reality, they just bought the stock item of everything. Like you know, the Mustangs that don't have like anything on them, uh, Fox Body Mustangs too. I've uh, oh yeah, we don't talk about it. loves those
1: for some reason. I will never get it. Dude, I'm not <laughs> I hate kidding. Those so this is
0: not a racist statement, okay? I am saying this right now. Hispanics love them, and I don't know why. They were only made for like two years, two or three years, because they were garbage. You know? No,
1: they were made for a lot longer.
0: Wait, were they? Yeah. I thought they were only during like the 90s when they popped up, and it was like, oh, okay. We're no, they get... was the
1: 80s. The 90s was the new edges. The new edges are... um. 96 I think to uh 04 that's what you're thinking of as the new edges there the fox bodies were like something like 87 to, to 95
0: for everybody that doesn't understand what that means uh what the fox body is it's basically the mustangs and then when you see them you're like you see the back and you're like oh yeah that looks like a mustang you get to the front and it looks like it fucking devolved into a toyota camry or something it it's
1: like a mustang but like pug edition you know it's like the front got slammed (laughs) way too far in thing can't breathe and you're asking to put it out of its misery like that's what it is
0: it literally it literally looks like the um uh, what were they called ford tauruses or whatever during the 90s it it looks like that (laughs) just with the mustang logo slapped on it and went it go fast
1: it's a Taurus that, like, went and just face-planted into a wall, and someone was like, hold on a minute. I see something here. I see it. Hold on. Let's put that in. The, the disgrace to the 5 badge. Jeez, man. The thing is, ugh.
0: The thing is it be, runs though, seen, just like one. It runs just like it, a Mustang, it, but it looks ugly.
1: So I've seen very specific ones that can look good. Like, I've seen it occasionally, where, like, they someone just does the right amount of things to make it look good. Or at the very least, it's loud enough to distract you from the fact that it doesn't look good. Like I know when me and Tornado were at a at a QT one time, um, this guy pulled through in a Fox Body, and we're like, "Oh hey, it's a Fox Body!" And, like the closer we got, we realized this dude he's like cammed the car, so it sounds amazing. It is, it sounds like straight pipe. It's super loud. He has a thing like completely the glossiest black you can see, with a pretty nice wing on the back. And so it was just, like, so loud from the cam and the exhaust. You're just like, wow, that's kind of a cool car. And then as it got farther away, you're like, wait, no, no, it's not. No, wait, hold on a second. Hold on, come back here. I need to see that again. Like, you got close to it. You're like, okay, it works.
0: works." There are some some modifications that you can make it. But overall, it just kind of looks like the Tokyo Drift cars that you saw in, like, Fast and Furious, where you're like, that's a race car. And then they open the hood, and you're like, oh, dang what you got in there but then when you close it it's like oh so you just don't want the cops to know that you got the power of the fucking sun underneath the hood that's what it always reminded me of speaking of hoods, that reminds me of
1: something I hate the different colored hood to body thing I think that is the dumbest mod ever I can't stand that
0: there there have been a couple there have been a couple of times when I've seen one that works like uh when you have uh like blue, like a blue uh car or whatever, and then you have kind of like a slate grayish blue that kind of works on the hood and then I but can then it's that. kind of like an accent, so like they use different parts to accent it. So it's like okay, it kind of blends. But overall when you have like a red car with like a navy hood, or you got like a black car with just a red hood or something like that. And that's just saying the colors that, you know, kind of make sense. I've seen motherfucking green on like Iron Man red, like bright green on Iron Man. it's like, Ooh, like my eyes, they bleed. It's like, don't do that. Just keep the hood, the same color. It's not that hard. Or if it's that hard, just get the, you know, nothing but metal and then get it painted.
1: Yeah, the, the best one i had seen was for somebody, like, they had a, a green um, Challenger, and they, they put a black hood on it, but then they got the the roof of the car painted black and the trunk black, too, so it was, like, a big black streak with the green sides, and it was like, okay, that works, because you did more to it. If it just had the black hood, it just kind of is, like, it's just weird.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a disclaimer. Both Soap and I were poor. All right. So we're not saying that, like, you know, money gets tight and it's either no hood or a discolored one. Sometimes it happens like that. But people do this on purpose. And it doesn't make sense. Like, it'd be like me going, damn, I need a tailgate. And, you know, I'm like, all right. I. I don't have the money for the color I need, so I'll just get, like, whichever one I can. This is a really good condition one. It's a different color. I'll just paint it eventually. Versus, you know, man, I got all the money in the world. Oh, so I could get the same color, or I'm going to go with barf yellow. I'm going to do barf yellow.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. There you go, there you go. And I feel like I, I at least, I know for a fact. I feel like I have the past to make fun of cars because I drive a V six Mustang. What, what else can you make fun of more? Like it's just just prime material. I don't have to say anything else. Like that alone.
0: What having a V six like, Mustang?
1: Yeah, that's just that's just immediate. You were made fun of. That's just how it works.
0: I've got a, uh, I've got a V six two point three liter, I think. 2.3 liter V6 uh, 1993 Chevy S10 5-speed manual. So uh, she ain't the most powerful. I'm telling you right now. The motherfuckers that sold me it, they're not motherfuckers. They're very nice people. But the people that sold it. <laughs> <laughs> the people that sold me it, they're like, "Oh, she likes to go fast." So I was like, "Okay." Well, so I get on, it's like, "God damn, it takes forever to get you over 50, especially if it's on incline." Then you're like, "Fucked." Right? But once you get past 50, it's like somebody dropped a brick on it and it doesn't know how to slow down. And that is why uh, I have went 100 and something miles per hour down the road uh, without realizing it.
1: For me, it's kind of the opposite. It's my middle gears that are good. So my first gear is bad. I honestly, it, like, it is slower. It is it is pretty slow. It, it's not the best feeling. I, I won't lie. That's probably partially to the fact that I had to learn stick on the car, and I feel like my first gear probably uh, did receive some damage. I've smelled clutch, you know, more times than I would like to admit. Um, but <clears throat> first gear is not good. But then I go to second and third, and second and third, like, I have to shift, like, after, like, half a second. Yes. Like, but you like, it's super quick. And then I go to fourth, and then fourth's just, like, so... Cool it. Hold on. Stop. Take a minute. Breathe. Smell the air. It's like, I can't smell the air. I'm dying of exhaust fumes, okay?
0: It's the same way. I can go from from 15 to like 25. It's like, it's like boom, done. I'm already there. Getting from like 25 to like 35, which is when I have to shift from third into fourth, I'm like, boom, there. But getting from like once i get to 40 trying to get to 45 or 50 you know where i have to shift into fifth that's when it starts getting hard and then as soon as you shift in there they're like whoa stop and smell the roses man it's like dude i'm on the highway
1: (laughs) it is funny too i thought that like all of my gears were slow and then tornado like he he went over to me there and he was like dude He's like, you know, I'm going to just give you a little bit, a few pointers here. He's like, I know I'm not telling you to abuse your gears, but you are being way too nice to the gears. And he's like, you are shifting like way earlier than you need to. Because I was told it was like, okay, shift between 3000 and 3500, which isn't a bad recommendation. However, the thing is, is that if you shift up to 3500 into the next gear, but you're not really going any faster or you're like in fact slowing down slightly. Now you're in a gear higher, but you're at like 1100 RPMs. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, please kill me, kill me. So Taneo was like, he's like, just abused him a little more there. It's so it was funny. I thought my second gear stopped at like 2025 20, or so, you know, like in term, not RPMs, but like speed wise. Yeah. And uh, I, I discovered that I was paying attention today. I was like, no, I can easily go to like 40 in second. And I'm like,
0: yeah, I'm, I've been, like, slowly trying to figure out where I can go with everything. Because, like, um, I've had to start doing it when I'm shifting from fourth into fifth gear. And so I was trying to shift at like, 45. But then I was like, okay, I'm, like, slowing. I'm, like, dropping, you know. I'm at, like, 40 miles per hour now trying to climb back up. So I usually let it go until about 50 or 52 or something around there. Right when the engine Y is just like... Mmm! i'm like okay time to shift and i'll shift and usually it gives me that little boost to kind of get a little bit farther but yeah i mean everybody tells you they're like oh feel your car you know when it starts to vibrate "Mm," you gotta shift and it's like oh okay and then it's like oh why are you doing that man you gotta it's like no you told me not to
1: (laughs) But me obviously they're like my car vibrates when it's just on i'm in neutral the car is vibrating it doesn't help me
0: the worst thing is when I turn the AC on. Ugh, I hate <laughs> driving with the AC on.
1: I love my AC. My AC so nice.
0: This is also comfortable. I can't.
1: I can't do windows down most of the time because if and if I'm like going anywhere above thirty, my hair is like sneak attack.
0: <laughs> I don't have that issue because it's like super short now. The only thing is if I get out of the car, my hair looks dumb because the way the wind hits my window it like blows in and then it like only hits the back of my hair so the back of my hair is just like whoa and i'm like oh okay that's that's okay that's cool but um yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy
1: we just spent like 30 minutes talking about cars. We opened. We're doing a music review, guys. It's so another 30 minutes of car talk that if you don't care about dude, cars, it's it makes fun.
0: No- nobody <laughs> ever talks about cars with me like this. Like, usually it's just like, oh, yeah, dude. I dropped like a. I dropped uh, I dropped, <laughs> I dropped, I dropped it a carburetor. I, uh, I dropped a stop motor. Then I went and dropped uh these new like tubes that do like the loop de loop with the LED. And like, they're dropping all these words. And I'm just like, I I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm. I'm not mechanically inclined, but I do know enough about my truck to have a conversation about it, but now I'm very confused, and I don't want to talk about this. What like, do you got on yours?
1: That. <laughs> they'll say all that stuff, but at the end of the day, all they're trying to tell you is how they changed their oil. <laughs> That's really what they be doing.
0: I'm just happy. I don't know if it's the same way with you, but I have a fuel filter, and I don't know why. But it's like, oh, yeah, you can just get, like, a solid, like, you know, gray fuel filter. And I'm like, no, can I get the one with, that like, some paint on They're like, nobody's going to see it. And I was like, but I'll know it. But I know it. Like- I'll know it's it. Like, here, let me. Don't yank my headphones out. I got it right here. All right? I got it right here. It's a oh, Wix okay, okay. filter. Wix filter. And it is, oh, solid painted black with the Wix logo on the side. And i can't wait to put that in i've been i'm in like the final hundred and seventy dollars of my truck and i'm trying to decide what i'm gonna do first since i don't have to like just dump a ton of money into uh repairs yeah now that i actually get the focus and so i'm thinking i'm gonna work on the cab first uh I want to get a new bench seat since my springs go up my ass instead of, you know, protecting me. So I'm wanting to get a brand new bench seat with like black, uh, black fabric over it with red tubing going around it. So that way it matches it. And I'm like, "Mm, Hmm, that's going to look good. I thought about getting vinyl, but then I'm like, dude, my ass is just going to sweat and stick to it. Yeah. It's going to be, bad but i need to i think the first thing i need to do is get my headliner replaced because it's held up by staples and uh get my mirrors or whatever the flip down sun visor mirrors i need to get those replaced and reupholstered and get the dashboard uh redone because the dashboard's piece of shit and it's a weird gray that does not match the red at all.
1: Yeah. All white. Get that red on white look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Dude, it is so bad. If I got white, I have like pollen and dust and shit constantly over everything. If I get white on that, it's gonna be stained like yellow from the pollen. People are gonna be like, what happened? It's like, I got a sinus infection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Motherfucker got a sinus infection.
1: Whenever you were like, "Okay, this is what I want to do to my, my truck," there, I, my original thought I was like, "Okay, what we're doing some crazy thing." My immediate thought was like, "Cam it, cam the truck, need a cam
0: it." This is what we do. We should just do like a "Pimp My Ride" segment where we like go live while doing this and just have people decide what I purchase. <laughs> So, I really
1: think that a cam would be nice on the truck, though. I really do.
0: What What is a cam?
1: Okay, so you know how, like, when a car's on normally, it's just, like, kind of a constant sound. It's just, yeah. you know? A cam is how you have those cars that go, that type thing there. Very, like, sounds like a 50s race car. That.
0: Oh, God. That's a cam. My dad's trying to convince me to take out a loan and buy a v8 engine to drop in uh little red so that way she's like a what's it called a stealth rider or stealth a sleeper sleeper a sleeper truck.
1: also uh, just a 8 alone dude, i ain't gonna make it you know what you you need to get like a hellcat engine i think they're like twelve thousand. you know just just you know don't worry about how you'll get it i'm sure you'll find it somewhere
0: just <laughs> you
1: know tell yourself in a prostitution real quick go get a help that engine and just
0: stick that in there. Yeah, that would uh that would absolutely work. I'm actually having to look at getting another truck. Uh not 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 exchanging Little Red cuz I was like, "Oh hell no. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of Little Red." But uh I'm going to have to get like a lawn care trailer for everything and Little Red isn't like big enough. To carry all of that yeah. so i'm gonna have to get another one and i'm like damn it it took me a long time to find little red it took me since 2017 in like august till may of 2018 to find something and before that i was looking at vehicles since like 2016 so i'm like i don't wanna
1: I'm still like one percent disappointed you didn't end up with the taxi, dude. Which is still your contact it picture.
0: Fucking sold, and I'm so mad because if it was eighteen hundred and I bought it and there was like nothing wrong with it at all, I could have dumped all that money into making it the most boss ass thing ever.
1: I I, I feel that it was sold. I was one person away from having a '68 Mustang as my Mustang
0: no one
1: person
0: no are you serious
1: yeah my dad was the one of course who was looking here for me yeah. and it got posted one minute before my dad saw him. my dad was the second person in line the first person who had called literally like 10 seconds before my dad bought the car immediately it was it was some like it was like I think it was also I think it was like six thousand which is like 500 more than what mine is right now, but was like 6,000 there. It was like spotless. It was getting sold because um, the guy who owned it was getting deployed, which ironically is also the same reason my car was so cheap was because the person was getting deployed. Apparently military people sell a lot of Mustangs. But yeah, it was just like spotless 68 Mustang.
0: That makes me really mad. I was looking at one... Uh... It was, I think it was a, it was around like a 68, 70 Mustang uh, that was completely fixed up. And I got the phone number and my dad's like, you're not getting that for your first car. And I was like, if I could afford it, why can't I get it? He's like, you don't need to have that as your first car. And I was like, the fuck do you mean?
1: Meanwhile, he over here, get a loan by an inch.
0: Yeah, after get alone, make it a sleeper car. I'm like, what?
1: Make it a sleeper. Raise it twelve feet in the sky. So I need to bring a ladder out to get it.
0: Just have it. We're going. Sounds <laughs> like a fucking airplane about to take off.
1: If it is not high enough that the air traffic control has to track its movements, it is not tall enough. Flames
0: are shooting out of the dual exhaust that I have to put to make sure the energy is like the new SpaceX uh shuttle that's all it looks like every time I go to take off just flames and
1: oh my god. <laughs> damn oh, man. Yeah. yeah no my mind was literally just I was just sitting there I was talking with him there I was right now, I had my permit but I had it for a while you know I was gonna be getting my license sooner be able to get it soon there and my dad was just like we were just talking about cars and I was like yeah the car I want I want to. A- an 07, uh, 06, which is what I originally go for. I got an 07. Just that's still that's actually better. I was just going with 06 because I didn't want the first year of mm-hmm. the generation, which is 05. So I was like, Yeah, I wanted 06, uh, V6 uh, manual. And he was like, Manual, I was like, Yeah, he's like, Can you drive manual? I was like, I did it once and I did terribly, but man, it was fun. He's like, Okay, I'll be looking. And then after like a year and a half of looking, it came. You
0: and I love it. it. What is your car's name again? Kazane. Kazane.
1: I really want to get that kanji and stickers and put it straight down the back window, the rear window.
0: My, uh, so my dad's couple of my dad's coworkers, uh, they're into the whole like, Jeep. okay. For a second, what is up with Jeep people? And they're like club. Like, I don't understand it. I like Jeeps are just so normal to see. Why is there a fucking club?
1: it's it's the matter of like the custom it's, it's that thing whenever you have like one feature but that one feature is like really cool like the first time but it's the only thing you have so you keep talking about it. In Jeep's case it's the yo man i can take off the doors though. Like you know it's like hey you know like you yo i
0: don't you, have a top me.
1: i know <laughs> i don't have a top it's like need to do strippers but they ain't bragging about it. Like
0: <laughs> yeah i but so a couple of them have uh in Jeeps. And so in Jeep culture, it's massive. I name everything. All right, my guitars are <laughs> named, so it's normal. But Jeeps, you have to have a name. And it's not enough to have the name. You have to make sure to get expensive stickers to put on the Jeeps to make sure everybody knows the name. And so uh I'm I'm usually the names are really lame. Like I saw one the other day that was called Smurf. I saw one that was called Sour Patch. Uh, saw one that was named what was his name Hurley or whatever. Uh, so I was just like, yeah whatever. Uh, one of my dad's coworkers' names is the Godfather, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, uh, but my dad's friend, who's like more reserved about that stuff, his Jeep, which is badass by the way, it's like slate gray, and it's it's awesome. But he named his the interjection, but instead of putting the name, you know, just writing it or whatever, he did the how to pronounce guide from, like, Google on how to say it <laughs> on the sticker. And I was like, that's badass. That's badass. <laughs> Mine, my dad's like, oh, you can get a sticker for Little Red. And I was like, no, what I'm going to do is that uh, on the S10, it's got the it has like a metal plate or whatever that says Chevrolet on it. Not like it was stamped in, but yeah. 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 So what I'm going to do is when I get enough money, I'm going to get her painted repainted red. And on that, instead of it saying Chevrolet, I'm going to have in like old little house on the prairie cursive. I'm going to have them do little red on the back instead of Chevrolet. And I was like, that's so much better, so much better than a sticker. Classy,
1: (laughs) it really is. See, I was thinking like an extreme level of class. Like, you go to an artist and have them like chisel it in marble or something and replace the tailgate with just the marble slab. (laughs)
0: That's
1: that's classy and will last two seconds because it will fall off.
0: (laughs) You should get a shatter. You should totally, um, like on yours. When you get like the conjure or whatever, you should do it where it looks like it's almost like water paint or like spray paint or something to make it look really Black. nice. I think that would look real cool on it. Or you can make it look like uh the paint like is like dripping while you're like driving, so it's like kind of fading into the back of the car. Basically. Yeah, that that that'd be real clean. Uh, I don't know how much a sticker like that would cost, or how much it would cost to get that painted, but it would look cool.
1: I probably wouldn't get it painted. I'd probably get it wrapped. Wraps is a lot easier and cheaper than paint.
0: Oh, that's true. Dude, wraps are like booming lately, and I have no idea why. Yeah, like it just. I don't want to get
1: his Mustang wrapped. Who does? Tonito.
0: Does he not like the color?
1: Well, it's just black.
0: Oh, is he going to get, like, designs put on it?
1: You wanna guess it? He wants to do, like, a green and black design thing. I don't remember it exactly off the top of my head, but kind of like a green fading into black on the back. That and then he wants to cool. run his uh, underglow on green while he's doing that. I want that underglow. It's, it's crazy.
0: I don't care about, like, underglow on the outside. I want to get fucking LED lights inside my car.
1: <laughs> Bruh, you can be... This, this is one guy there back whenever uh, Car Meets existed. Um, with, He has this big, it's just a purple truck. Mm-hmm. His back seat to the truck, because it was a full-size truck, so it has rear seats in the cabin, too. The rear seats, he took those out, and they're just speakers. He, like, had the whole thing designed. Like, they're actually, like, in a fiberglass casing that makes it fit really nicely in the back seat. They're, they're just big speakers. He has... Purple. The whole car is purple. He has purple underglow. He has purple glow in the engine, purple inside the car. The chairs are purple. Everything is purple. And he just has these massive speakers. And he is literally the speaker for the car meets. Most of the time, they just have him go park somewhere towards the middle and just have him play the music for the whole car meet because the speakers are that loud.
0: For me, that's too much. Yes, <laughs> I I it is. I, I'm like, but, I've got like four by tens in the back. And, or 4x12s, maybe? I don't remember. I think it's 4x12s. Um, And I didn't even know I had those. Uh, I have the Dash ones, because I thought I only had Dash. And the only thing I would want to get to add on is like a small EQ bass thing that slides underneath the seat that kind of fills out the atmosphere a little bit more, so it's not just, like, hitting from yeah. everywhere. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I see people where they have, like, giant-ass subwoofers, and I'm like, oh, no.
1: I'm almost tempted to get that for my car at some point because it's, like, it's designed to be built into the car because my car has the, uh what was the mid-trim for speaker system? Because there was the bass speaker, Shaker 500, Shaker 1000, and I have the Shaker 500. Mm-hmm. The only difference between the five hundred and the thousand is that there's a plug in the trunk, and that plugs into a subwoofer that would be in the trunk, and that's what makes it the thousand is that one subwoofer. So like, it has the plug. You literally just plug it in. I think they're like a hundred bucks, the stock one. Okay. Huh. Oh, that reminds me. Speaking of my trunk, I had spontaneously found out I had a spare tire, which is really funny because that would have become really useful whenever I had that blowout. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that there. I didn't know my trunk lifted up. Like in something, I had a a drill in the the trunk there that my dad was letting me borrow for something. And then one of the like little bolts with it fell uh, into this little crack area. And I was like, dang, I'm going to see this here. I was like, Oh, this lifts up. No matter. This is easy. I lifted up there. I'm like, yo, a tire.
0: (laughs) Who'd have thunk? I don't have a, I don't have like a spare tire holder, like anywhere. Like I thought I didn't have a spare tire holder until I got it. My dad's like, Oh yeah. Check out underneath. It's like this fucking crane that drops down that you like manually crank down and the tire just like floats against your like the undercarriage of your car. And I'm like, what? Okay. What the fuck? This is. You're telling me I got a motherfucking crane machine. This is cool. Right. You just like
1: take out the tire. Get and somehow install an oven and just like throw a pizza in there. And you you pull up to the party, they're like, Hey, oh yo, man, you didn't bring anything to the party. No, nah, never mind. You just go start cranking your car's pizza lowers down. <laughs> like, I brought a pizza.
0: That's my bitch. I brought pizza.
1: That'd be like the coolest one time gag ever. Yeah, and then your car catches on fire. stuck an oven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like one of the easy bake light bulbs that are just like. <laughs> Kind of buzzing. God, that'd be so retarded. Be so
1: bad. it's been like fifty minutes, so we should probably move to the album.
0: <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Well, <laughs> welcome to the car talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, audio so, roulette scrap. It's just cars now. It's it's not audio roulette. It's just uh, what is it? It's a. Uh... Damn it! Oh, <laughs> I had a name. I had a name picked out for it. Oh. It's just vroom. Vroom vroom. <laughs> the theme song is just... The next episode
1: of this year, there's going to be no words. It's just our speakers next to our cars and just revving for an hour.
0: <laughs> They're speaking it's the language of gods. <laughs> um, okay, so what we were going to do for the album, uh, that was not the plan for this week. Uh, it was gonna be me and Jables possibly going after the season two of uh Avatar, reviewing that, or we were going to do like a couple one-off singles and discuss it with Soap about you know the two new tracks that Six Nine dropped. Uh, what was the other one that dropped? Kanye, Kanye, the Wash Us in Blood, uh, and stuff like that. Which I did listen to that, and it's I'm I'm just got to wait for it, but um. Oh, okay. We were, we were going to do that, which we could probably get it after this review. It depends on how much time we spend on it. But we'll um, we'll- it was Friday night, right? Thursday night? Friday night?
1: Friday night, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Friday night. So Soap texted me, and he's like, you got to listen to this. I went onto Twitter, and this dude tried it, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try it. You you have to listen to this. Yeah. Like, no. oh, okay. I,
1: I literally i was so tired and i was just sat down on my bed and i just kind of mindlessly opened twitter and i was like oh okay and i just happened to be scrolling through and i saw blackie speaks tweeted and normally i, I see what he's be checking out there and he was like hey yo you guys gotta check out this, this album here like this guy's gonna be big i swear to you and i looked at it there and 90 percent of the time whenever i see this here, i'm like nah i ain't gonna listen to it but i was just i was like damn i'm bored okay i'll go look at it and i was like "Ah, the records like 25 minutes you know what?" why not i'll check out a song or two or something here and i started it and i listened to the whole album my mouth was just open the whole time and i was like "Mike, michael, michael saw and listen now i don't care what you're doing drop what you're doing this is more important
0: yeah so he sent it to me like two hours before two and a half hours before and uh soap was telling me like in the first like you know 15 minutes he's like dude you gotta listen to this i was like okay i'm gonna listen to it so i took a shower and everything and i stand uh finished showering and I was watching a little bit of TV and uh I stepped into the bathroom to like either get ready or take a piss or something and I was like oh um usually I have headphones in anyway so I was like oh I'll just let me press play on this you know punk 2 album by this guy named Breakins never heard of him at all so I press play and the first track is called um let me read it let me read it I got it like uh, tonight's no something good. About it's like, tonight's no good. How about Wednesday? Oh, you're busy. You're going to be in Houston on Wednesday. That's okay. We'll just, uh, not talk for like eight months or something, something really long. I didn't even know there was much past the, but then you, you, add, you added like a whole half the sentence. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was something like that. And I was like, Oh, this is, Oh, huh, this is kind of weird. And then I get to drop out and immediately it was like everything in my body went raw, shut down, and I was <laughs> not in my same it's we I can't even describe what happened like I'm just listening I to it and know. all of a sudden it was like the first like words were sung rapped, whatever and I was just like it was like like my body just kind of did like the reverberate kind of thing and all of a sudden I'm like, oh. And next thing I know, I have no idea what's happening. I'm like reaching, I shared it on like my insta, on my artist Instagram page. I dude, I don't think he realized I messaged the dude on Instagram and no, I was, just- I messaged him <laughs> and I was like, I don't reach out. I do not say anything to other artists, but Holy shit. And like, I go through and tell him this is literally how it felt. I was trying to hug onto my past and never let go while trying to exist here in the present while also looking towards my future and begging for it to come all at once. It was, I had tears in my eyes. I have no idea what's happening. And this is coming from the dude who loves music to the point where I listen to it almost 24-7. I do it as a career or trying to make it into a career. I cry. I have band tattoos. <laughs> I have lyrics I'm going to get tattooed on me all this. And I don't usually cry like it will be like a song that will get me tearing up and I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." This one like shook me to my core. And I text soap and I'm like like a solid 10 minutes straight I'm texting him. And I
1: know, yeah, it was just unrelenting.
0: <laughs> it was unrelenting but it was like i had to get somebody to understand how i felt and i had no idea how to convey it and i still don't and i told him i was like that's it we're reviewing this on sunday fuck everything else we have to review this and so here we are to review punk 2 by Breakins, and i cannot i've been trying to think of what i was going to say and i don't know how to review i can't review the songs separately yeah it, do- it doesn't happen no, you, so, I guess, I guess I'll start it to kind of kick it off. Punk 2 is the debut full length by this guy named Breakins. Um, I don't know much about him Uh, past this. Actually, I think it's his second album.
1: Yeah, it's his second record. I just know he's 18. That's all I. Uh,
0: let me see. Uh yeah. He had one in two thousand eighteen called Hypnagogia, which kinda has me interested, but it's only seven songs, so it's not like a full, full album. Um it's almost as long as this full album though. <laughs> um so he released that, he has a couple singles, and then he has punk two. And what caught me what caught my eye with it when you sent it to me was the artwork. It's just super simple. It almost looks like a '70s band album cover, but with modern aesthetic put onto it. So, like the font gave me that kind of feel and everything. And I was like, "Oh, okay. This this will probably be a little, you know, vibey." Because the way that uh, you described it to me was it was punk music. With hip hop beats. And so I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, that was the best way I could explain it. I'm
0: like, was well, this going to be MGK? Like, is it going to be an MGK vibe kind of thing? Because now he's kind of going back to that. And I was like, okay, I'll just give it a listen. The first track is essentially just an intro track that's kind of like a weird interlude kind of thing that's like a mashup of like what I'm guessing is like voice memos and then random clips and cut up weird. And it's only about a minute long. It flows into the song called Dropout and immediately the only thing I can equate it to is it is like when you're looking at a really aesthetic photo, but you're listening to it and you're feeling it. And mm-hmm. it reminds me of Ares. I don't know if you've listened to any Ares before. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, so you're gonna have to do that if you love this okay. one. Uh but it reminds me of what Ares did just in a much more raw sense of it. And so from the first track, you're caught off guard because um he's talking about dropping out of college and uh there's there's so much going on that I haven't been able to dissect it because I'm still struggling to get past the instrumental until it gets to FWB, which is friends with benefits. And immediately, it's talking about how this girl basically just like fucked him over. He ended up catching feelings for her, essentially. And then she just kind of fucked him over. And so he's like, fuck all my friends. Fuck you. I'm never fucking you again. I'm never doing. And it just continues into fuck boy. And all the way until the end, it's just this album about like not fitting in essentially. Like to me, that's what I got from it was nobody understands Like, the beats, the instrumentals, the guitar, the editing, the vocal melodies, everything. It fits, but then it also doesn't at the same time. And it kind of conveys this whole feeling of not having a place to call your own, but desperately trying to get anybody to understand what's happening in it. And... My favorite songs on it are definitely like Dropout, Prozac, which Prozac, I can't even talk about the ending because I had. If anybody is going to listen to this afterwards, I cannot spoil that for them. But my favorite is that, Prozac, and um, the Break In's Freestyle at the end. But every single one on there, it's like you're fitting in philosophy into an album and like a lack of having a place that you feel accepted in a place that you don't feel completely isolated and alone where you can just be who you are. To me, it had that feeling of, I don't really know where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to go in life. But this is how I'm feeling. And it it had me, it fucked me up. It fucked me up for a good (laughs) Friday night. It fucked me up completely. And I listened to the album and then I laid in bed staring at my ceiling just being like, I, I don't know who I am. I don't even know who I want to be. I, I don't. And it continued into yesterday or Saturday and I, I still had that feeling, which, of course, there's a whole thing where we were watching a, like, like a six-part, like, kind of reality thing about a family who homeschooled, were Christian, didn't let a kid, blah, 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 all this stuff. And the manipulation and everything reminded me very eerily of uh, my prior relationship. and. Uh, Bro, it
1: was tough. I was sitting there listening to the thing here again, and was ever forgot to hear a point. I was like, "Oh damn, Michael's gonna get oh <laughs> Like I hadn't even noticed it. And I was like, "This is really similar."
0: Yeah, it 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 got me, and like even today, I'm listening to it, and it just it makes you want to scream and cry and hide in a ball and then sprint for hours and fall in love, but then hate everyone. It's it's like an accumulation of all of this emotion that never has a word put towards it, but it just changes everything. And that, that that's my review of it. I, I, I didn't know what to say about it because you can't review everything separately. It has to be an overall statement. So for me, reviewing it, I give this a fucking 10,000 out of 10, because it is... Yeah, this is perk. It, it is legitimately perfect. And I just... Yeah. That That's my review. Uh, You have <laughs> the floor soap.
1: Yeah. So first of all, I want to say over here, this is probably the best cover art I've ever seen, because I've never had cover art where it's like, I feel like it mixes with the music so perfectly like this. Literally, like I looked at the cover art originally and I also thought of you as is kinda cool cover art. The whole time I was listening to the album, it, it literally felt like he went, sat down, took the picture, that was the cover art, and then just walked through the forest and did all of these songs during that walk.
0: Yes. Like that was
1: like it's just this it's such a cohesive experience, and it, it fits the picture so well. I, I can't even describe it. Like, it was like a movie, but I was only given one frame, but I was able to see all of the rest of the movie, even with only a frame. Like, it was it was really cool to see. Because, um, yeah, I can't even... I can't think of any other album like that, really. Um, then uh, you go um, like, this feels almost like a concept album, but it's not actually trying to be. It just kind of is. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you know, like concept album, you're like trying to to tell a certain story through all the songs that are like one cohesive story through the whole thing, start to finish. And this feels like that, but it doesn't feel like a force story in it. It's not like you're making a song and sticking a story in it. It's like the story made these songs. And that's why the story works so well. And I I won't even lie. I can barely say what half of these songs are even about. Because it's it's like, it's so hard to dissect the lyrics because I'm just like in the song. Like the lyrics exist and they are things and i'm sure there's even be even better if i could pay attention to them but it's just like the whole thing is an experience it's so hard to just take the lyrics without just totally focusing on everything around them it's such a unique feeling i've i've never seen something like that
0: really it's it's fully immersive like i know um dropped out i was 17 told my mom, no, I got hella dreams. And that's like all I can remember from like dropped out. That's all I can remember because it, it's, it's like you take one of those um, like an Alka-Seltzer tab tablet and you drop it into water and it just dissolves away until you can't distinguish where all the powder, where the tablet went. It's just like vanished, you know, it just dissolved in. That's what it feels like when you're listening to the album. You You don't can't pick out the lyrics from the instrumental because the instrumental envelops the lyrics in its own story. So you're not even having to listen to the lyrics. But in the same vein, you can't just focus on the instrumental because the vocals are doing the same thing. It's carrying a different part until... You are basically living each song to the point where you're like, I have no idea where I am. All I know is what this feeling, what this is conveying to me.
1: And then like another thing that just cannot be overstated, this dude's vocal range is insane.
0: I was not expecting that voice. To come out of that face. I'm not I know.
1: Because it starts with just like a normal. Almost like talking kind of voice. Kind of thing there. And I was like oh that's going to be cool here. And then it just like shoots up three octaves. But it works perfectly. It's so harmonious. Like I was like oh my gosh. Like I just. I haven't seen a range. That is just that good. At all levels of it. And it was utilized so well. Like everything, every part of the sounds of this album are so well done. I love the fact that on certain things, it utilizes um, a left versus right, where there's things kind of in the beat going from left to right at various points. Mm-hmm. It just adds a little bit of extra thing. And it's just like, I feel like a beat, like all these sound simple at points, but at the same time, they also feel like I could look at this in a, in a beat maker and they have like 500 layers Like, there's so many things in here, and it's just one cohesive sound that works so well across things. But then at the same time, it's not even hip-hop points. Then it goes totally into, like, punk rock-type vibes. It's so weird how it can do it so seamlessly.
0: Yeah, because we can focus all we want on the hip-hop part. Because, like, today I was driving, and I was listening to Dropout in my mom's car, and I didn't realize that... I have no idea how he did it, but he turned down just for the left side, not the right, the left side, because it was coming out of the left front speaker, it was like a hi-hat pattern, but it sounded almost like he was running like a fingernail up like a zipper or whatever. And I have no idea how he did it, but it added a layer, and I was like, oh, now I can't. Whoa, this is opened up. And then all of a sudden, it just flips over to these beautiful punk rock like drums and then guitar and stuff like that everything was subtly put in in such a way where sometimes it comes out of nowhere, but it feels like it came perfectly in place that it wasn't out of place to have. It. It's like, Oh, this is just where the emotion has just taken a different turn with it. Whereas with some people trying to do that, it would be like, that's so out of place. Why would they do that? They need to make that seamless in this one. It was like, whatever made it rough, whatever made it kind of, not feel so put together made it better.
1: Mm. Yeah. Man, I just I I love this guy's just like unabashed openness. Like I think that really contributes to the feeling of like friendship, especially if you can relate to some of the specific topics and stuff there. It's just such an open thing. And it like it doesn't it doesn't even focus on topics like it'll like have like things that are like really like personal things but they're just said like it's a statement and it really just kind of brings that like openness and it just creates that really kind of almost comforting kind of vibe is only the only way I can describe it. I don't think that's really fitting but I I love the way it's done like it's done in little things, it's done in big things, it's done all over the place and it's so
0: good. I think what makes it even more impressive is the fact that the dude did it all by himself. He, he didn't have yeah. any help. He produced everything himself.
1: Like, and that was all done without a label, too, because he just got signed uh, to Columbia Records. And uh, that's why there's two versions of punk, too. Uh, part of the thing with the signing is he would get signed and he would add Sauce in the Rough as a re-release to Punk 2. Uh, that's the only difference between the two versions is the extra song. And it's just... Yeah, it's... So it's like this dude is like just getting started.
0: And we get to witness it. Uh-huh. It's so... I Yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. It just... For every whoever is listening to this, you have to try it. And you can't just pick one or two songs. You have to listen all the way through. You have to. If you choose, like, I'm going to listen to Rosier, you're not going to get the same effect if you didn't listen to all the songs prior to that. You have to start (laughs) with that one song you have to start with the very first song and go through. Otherwise it's not going to be the same. You're not going to be so immersed that you're going to be like, Whoa, holy shit.
1: And yeah, it's just, you get none of these are individual songs. Like that's why I can't do my normal thing. I can't, you know, like, Oh, look at each song. This is what I gave to here. This is my thoughts on that song. It's like, there isn't thoughts to give on a song it's just a whole thing it's really cool
0: it's it's amazing
1: and then oh my gosh drank three of my parents craft beers I, i i love that song it my original vibe um to it there is it it doesn't sound like it fully um and it definitely doesn't match it like tonal things necessarily but the immediate thing that popped in my mind is an X song um, looking, is it looking for a star? I think it's looking for a star. It's off revenge. It was my least favorite song on revenge. Mm-hmm. It was one of the songs I always skipped on revenge. Um, but as time went on, it was one of those things like I was listening to revenge one time in my car and I couldn't get it to skip. So I was like, fine, I'll play it. And the song I was like, why is this kind of working? And it's grown on me a lot. And I do actually quite like the song. And It's just something about the way the beat is because the tone of the song is so different, but I just like that's the song that always comes to my mind. It's this like, the song is is like a drunkenness, but it's it's so good. It's just, it's such an interesting feeling to the whole thing. I don't, I don't even know. I love that song. Like just put headphones in and just look up at the sky while it's playing like, geez.
0: I feel the same way about um the break ins freestyle. I can just put that in and just do nothing and listen to that song on repeat because it it hits in a different way. God. So yeah. Um we're we're both saying and we both have very different tastes when it comes to music, we're both saying, Fucking listen to this <laughs> It's, yeah, just have to. And I when you is, listen to is, it, comment it. Tell us what you're thinking. What is the feeling that you feel when you have it? Tell us.
1: Because, i like, I don't know if it's just like we both ended up relating to certain topics on here or whatever it is there, but, like, God, it just is so good. Back to the open, I had been looking for the line the whole time because I loved it. I was trying to figure out how to quote it. Um, it's not the. It's in the outro part of Ginger Tea. I, I, I thought this was the funniest thing when I first heard it. In power 2, if you ride in the wave, could get a fuck about no money or fame. Cause take you and your girl right back to my place. Cause man or woman, I'm a fucking same. I, I love that. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I was like, that was that was so good. I loved
0: it. Uh. I'm trying to remember. Let me see um, if I can find it. Uh, uh, breakin' freestyle lyrics. Come on, come on. crew mackin i knew jack before we met school was trash i got new cash and i'm not impressed for some reason that just got me that one got me and I'm, i'm not sure why it just that one lyric got me
1: I was just looking at the lyrics for the freestyle thing. I have nothing another good part there. <laughs> so she gonna fuck with the synth nerd from the suburbs. Ain't a lover or a kisser. She don't care if you don't follow her on Twitter. She said her kink is being honest with her.
0: Oh, I feel that <laughs> so much, dude. <laughs> that was the other line. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I was
1: thinking we totally forgot to mention. There's these little, like, skits on the album. I don't know what they're from. I don't know what they are. They're just like randomly at the starts and end of songs. They kind of like flow into each other sometimes and I love them. They're so cool. It's like cool. it sets
0: up the story. It it feels like those are like voice memos or like audio things that he used in the very first track to kind of make that weird um really loud uh cacophony or is cacophony, right?
1: Okay. Cacophony I think is what you're trying cacophony. to
0: say. Cacophony, yeah. Uh, made that so that way every song that it has like vocals cause it's at the end of dropout and at the beginning of FWB. Uh, I think it's at the end of fuck boy and it just kind of goes and goes. And I feel like it tells the story of how he got to the point where he's making the album finally.
1: Yeah. I, I love the, the dropout into FWB where it's, he was only in town for like a month and we've been for like, and that's the end of Dropa, and then uh, FWB starts with four years, really. So it's like still one sentence. So if you listen to it, you don't even notice the song changed. This just like oh, we're on the next one, I guess. Like you don't, it's you don't even know it. That's a really strange thing, but it's really cool. I I know when I was listening, I had to keep chin on, and I was like, what what song am I on? Did it change? Am I still on the same song? Yeah,
0: I had to keep an eye on it just because I was like, I want to make sure I add the songs I like, and then by the end, I was just like, I'm adding the whole fucking album.
1: I was like, I, I added the whole album. Never mind. It was uh... And other little thing here, I love Sauce and the Rough as the add on thing, especially coming after signing. The the tone of the album, like and, and sauce and the rough don't necessarily mix, but they flow in together nicely still. Because Sauce in the Rough is like uh, I feel like it's a lot more like of an upbeat, like a really positive thing. It, it's just like it, it feels like a victory almost in a sense, after the whole album, which uh and that works of course because he got signed and that was the song that came with him being signed. So I was like, I feel like that I, I love the, I love the chorus one on, on sauce in the rough, the whole chorus. I, I love it. I'd be screaming that in my car. <laughs>
0: I think I listened to it once maybe, but then I immediately went back to the album and was just vibing to it. So I forgot to listen to it again before this, but I'm going to have to give that another listen. All, all I know is i have never seen an album that's so far the only other one that was like that was Ares's welcome home album and like nicotine by trevor daniel that was it which fun fact trevor daniel's nicotine and Breakins' uh punk 2 released on the exact same day and there's only like a 20 second difference
1: like, yeah it's a like 23 second runtime difference they have the same amount of tracks the same day i was like what in the hell
0: Yeah, it's crazy, and if you guys remember, Nicotine was the first album I reviewed on the first episode of this, so now we're at episode 11, reviewing Punk 2, and it's it's crazy.
1: This is just an album that I think everybody can appreciate, regardless of music taste, from just how I feel about it, but I don't know if that's how everybody feels, necessarily, but I just... I can't find a flaw in this album. Like everything is just so sonically smooth. I can't find a way you wouldn't like this. You know?
0: It's just, it's exactly that. The feeling that you get when you look at like aesthetic photos or whatever is what Mm -hmm. you feel. And then it just like encapsulates everything and it pulls at emotions that you don't even have names for. So I, as I said, this is a 10,000 out of 10. This is the perfect album. And I don't say that about many albums. But this one earns it. And everybody needs to listen to this at least once. Because this happened and it unlocked so much. And I began writing a song to a beat that I reworked. Because I was inspired by this. Just so that way I could get out all the thoughts I had in my head.
1: Yeah, I know. It was like this just like makes you want to accomplish something yeah and like listening to this car listen to this like album with headphones and listening to it in the car they like have like similar but it's still slightly different vibes and it's just, it's a really cool kind of experience to, to see the comparison there even
0: i want to drive at night listening to this i have oh, to yeah, figure be- out what that feels like but yeah so punk 2 break-ins go listen to it
1: this man has less than half a million monthly listeners. That and is, that He is deserves
0: criminal. to be up at the top. Like, no doubt. Like all these pop stars, you know, like Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, all this shit. Whereas they do, you know, make good music. This one is like masterpiece after masterpiece. So he deserves to be way past them. Because you can tell he puts heart into what he makes, not just cookie cutter. Oh, I want to sing about sex. It's
1: yeah, no, this is one of the times where whenever somebody said it, like, he said it a couple times where he's like, I don't care about money or fame. It's like, this is one of the few times where I hear it and I actually believe it. Like, nothing on here is commercial. There is not a song on here made to be a like hit or even try to be popular. This is so evidently just like, this is the music I want to make. I don't care if that's what people want to hear or not. It's the music I want to make. That's exactly what this feels like, and it makes it so good.
0: I'm going to see real quick. Yeah, he signed to Columbia Records. I'm 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 hoping that whatever contract he signed, that means that he's gonna be able to make the same exact kind of stuff that comes from the heart, not just cookie cutter. All right, so you gonna make this beat, but you gonna sing about fucking girls, and he's gonna be like, uh no. Not unless I want to. So. Um in rap news, uh, aside from break uh having one of the best albums ever heard, uh, Little Wayne confirms the Carter Six album is coming, which is exciting. Uh, yeah. The Carter Five was released in two thousand seventeen, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. I remember the I remember the the day it dropped because I think it was the same day as uh, Ysiv, right? Yeah. yeah. After four.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, it was two thousand eighteen. Yeah, 18. so it was 2018. Uh, that was the one that had uh Uproar on it with Swizz Beats, yeah, which uproar. is what the is fuck everywhere. go, where the love go. Trust me, Four,
1: three, nobody forgot. Oh. The radio abused that song.
0: That's true. Uh, So he's making a follow-up to that, which is really exciting. Um, and Kanye West just dropped a song with Travis Scott without any cussing, which is weird, called Wash Us in the Blood. And the artwork looks like the album cover to a Leonard Skynyrd album or the Suck Phony um, deluxe edition by Weedis. Uh, So it's kind of trash, and both Soap and I I have decided we are going to become graphic designers uh, because it's very clear they have a need for that. (laughs) So, yeah uh go give those a listen uh next week we will probably be reviewing to the Kanye West song and the 269 songs and possibly talking about some other random topic that's going to take about 15 minutes to get through. not not
1: possibly you know it's going to happen
0: yeah it's it's going to oh um for everybody that is listening uh CDs and merch for my the pre-order merch for my album are not yet available. Delays are happening really bad with COVID, um, which kind of fucked everything up. So really hoping that we can get everything fixed. Um, I will delay the you know expiration date on them. CDs are just going to be available no matter what. Um, but the merch is probably going to be like a month or two after. I'm going to have them left. Uh, I got a TikTok. So if y'all want to go see... Uh, works in progress uh, on guitar, and see what I find fucking hilarious to make. Um, go follow at the real Michael Riccardi, and uh, as always, uh, follow on Instagram. Check out Spotify. Uh, Mr. I just dropped <sighs> Journal Two. Couple oh, I guess it was almost a month ago now uh Drop Journal 2, uh remaster of Journal and then the sequel to it. Um I got a couple tracks that may be coming out. Deviant is just waiting on artwork and this other track I'm working on. Uh I'm really wanting to do and it's going to be exciting cuz it's going to be the very first song that I've ever completely produced by myself, which means mixing, mastering and making the beat. And uh Soap did hear the beat and he said it was a good vibe. So it's gonna be good and as you
1: know i am the authority on beats you know i just have such experience
0: he does he is basically know, white yeah. dre
1: white Dre. Right. that's literally what nate's contact is in my phone. yeah
0: i know <laughs> but uh yeah so go give punk two by ins a try uh hopefully soap uh i don't know if you want to come back on next week uh i know you were taking a slight break Gaining your mindset, but uh, Soap may or may not be here next week. We will see. We probably will, so that way we can review music, but.
1: Yeah, it was like, as we talk about the music, I'm here.
0: Yeah, as long as we have a little bit of music sprinkled in. Yeah, that's my, that's my So, all right. Uh, Soap, do you want me to tag you in anything, any of your Twitters or Instagrams? No.
1: All right. I don't post things. I so just he, retweeted that.
0: So he is spoon. (laughs) I am
1: spoon. That's all I need to be known.
0: It took me half a second to register what you said. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: ain't capped it, really. I'm honestly surprised that Travis is still following
0: me. Oh, I have a really funny thing. Um. Before I go, I don't know if on Instagram you follow like college fessing or anything, but um, there's this one basically like OnlyFans thought named like Kayla Mari or whatever. And uh, I clicked on her name because I was like, she looks like a girl I know, but I don't know her. And I don't, but I clicked on it and I'm not even calling them out. I'm not even going to say their name. But some Christian rapper that I follow, um, fucking follows both of her accounts.
1: (laughs) Hey man, respect sex work.
0: So, um, (laughs) so I guess, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess y'all tell me uh what y'all think about that. Uh what you think of Punk Two's album and uh what Punk else? Two's Break what Punk 2's album. Breaking says Punk Two album. <laughs> what do you think of Punk Two? <laughs> so uh yeah, this has been Vroom Vroom and Punk Two. Uh <laughs> So uh we will catch y'all next week. You gonna say bye, soap?
1: Oh oh uh don't uh don't get caught selling cocaine after you found a car company that is all
0: binji <laughs>